Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I am your host, Billy Pollahan, and with me as always is the Max to my Grinch, Mr. Raul Rodriguez. How are you today? Oh my god, yes! Today, we're starting first holiday month! Yay! We're doing the Christmas movies again! Yay! And we're starting with a classic. With cinema, like Martin Scorsese says. We're doing Gene Carey's The Grinch. Yes, I have been waiting for so long. the year 2000. Yes. Yes, the adaptation of How the Grinch Stole Christmas Mm -hmm. that a lot of people of our generation like. Mm -hmm. I like both the animated one with uh, Frankenstein himself, Boris Karloff, Mm -hmm. because it's literally word for word the book Mm -hmm. and then there's this version which translated for the most part pretty decently like i grew up on this Mm -hmm. and it's very interesting looking back on it now yes specifically looking at as an adult yes it's it's pretty crazy and this movie hinges on one thing and one thing only mm-hmm. that is Jim Carrey. I think, and I said this before, my favorite movie of Gene Carrey is Liar Liar. I think it's his best performance, but it is it is tied with this performance. I have to disagree. My favorite performance is the Truman Show. I know. If we're I talking know. comedy performances, yes. yeah. Liar, liar, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna say the mask. Yeah, the mask actually. is really good too, though. Because a lot of people say Dumb and Dumber or Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. and that's also tip. I mean, it's all the Jim Carrey shtick. Mm-hmm. This is something where I don't know. He just really embodies the character of the Grinch Mm -hmm. and he does it in a way that's that's still true to the character it's very nice but yeah we're this is directed by Ron Howard our second Ron Howard movie I'm like I told Billy is it though Solo is mostly a Lawrence Kasdan movie more than Ron Howard though maybe but (laughs) this is this is for real like for all intents and purposes this is Ron Howard yes it has many staples of his as mm-hmm. well. And this was, again, Doc. Oh, this is our first Dr. Seuss. Yes, we had never done a Dr. Seuss movie. Yeah, and if you guys don't know who Dr. Seuss is, what the hell is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Did you never grow up? Like, ever? He He's the most famous children's author. Mm-hmm. One of the most famous children's author of all time. He made words... He would be a great rap artist because yeah. he he literally made up nonsense words and he made them s- sound very convincing. I mean, and no, he was not an actual doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Doctor Seuss and Roald Dahl are very like really classic children's book authors. Fantastical, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, just the craziest mushrooms they probably were on and also because then again dr seuss is more childish and Roald doll is more sarcastic and sadistic in his style of uh, telling stories 
Yeah, Roald Dahl is surprisingly dark. Yes. If you look at his work, he's... Mm-hmm. I mean, just read the ending of the original Witches, if mm-hmm. you don't believe us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's start this with... Uh, so this p- story takes place in a snowflake. Mm-hmm. And we are introduced to our narrator, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yes! Hannibal Lecter himself, mm-hmm. which is both amazing and kind of scary if you think that Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> if he's Hannibal Lecter. But Anthony Hopkins' voice really does work. I think maybe it's was part of the contract because I think the Hannibal sequel was technically universal. So maybe it's like you have to do be a narrator for the green show. It's like, fine. <laughs> but yes, he starts with inside a snowflake mm-hmm. like the one on your sleeve. There happened a story you must see to believe. Way up in the mountains, in the high range of Pontoos, lay the small town of Whoville, the home of the Who's. Or, I mean, I could still keep going, but yeah. Ask any Who, and they'll have this to say. There is no place like Whoville around Christmas Day. Every window was flocked, every lamppost was dressed, and the Whoville band marched in their Christmassy best. (laughs) Arbor Day was fine, and Easter was pleasant. And every St. Fizzin's Day, they ate a fizz pheasant. But every who knew, from their twelve toes to their snout, they loved Christmas the most, without a single who doubt. I mean, that's Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Or not Doctor Who. Doctor Seuss right there. But originally, it's every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch, who just lived north of Whoville, did not. And I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah the first thing off the bat production yes unbelievable amazing the production design the cinematography the movie looks like we're inside the damn book it looks gorgeous and also we see this whole beautiful town and that's the other thing that Ron Howard loves to do he loves to follow like he likes to follow craziness always with the camera we see like everybody also i'm pretty sure a movie that will be a perfect double feature with this movie will be krampus directed by the guy from trick or treat because because both movies talk about capitalism or how christmas is so controlled by capitalism because this movie Uh, has layers more more like capitalism but also consumerism mm-hmm. because i mean like come on we're adults this is what both movies are talking about specifically this movie too and it's also like how exploring the whole thing about technically the grinch to, to teaching the who's about christmas about more about heart and family than the material things and that's the thing that i like about the lesson of the story and that's the thing i never read the book but i saw the original animated short and it was also technically the same lesson that he was also teaching. But here, Ron Howard is making it more kind of like, I know that the movie has a lot of like adult stuff, but it, I see that it's a perfect balance between for children and adults. Because when I was a kid, I saw this movie when it came out, I was like 10. I really understood a lot of the, a lot of the jokes, uh, even the adult jokes though. Yeah, there's a surprising amount of adult jokes. And we're introduced to many of the Who's. Um, just 
buying the crap out of everything, including this one guy who's just like, hey, everything's on sale 99% off. Jesus. Just to be even worse to this poor uh, clerk. Mm -hmm. But we got this mailman whose name is Louie Lou Who. (laughs) And his daughter, our main character, Mm -hmm. Sydney Lou Who, played by Jenny Humphrey from Gossip Girl, Taylor Reckless. The pretty reckless uh, girl from uh, from uh, Taylor Momsen. Oh my God! I cannot... She is the cutest thing. She is. We have I mean, they her. give they give her fake buck teeth and everything. Yeah. Also, another thing is all the who's their their faces are kind of freaky looking. And also the nose thing. Yeah, their noses are like down to like very like pointy. Michael Jackson yes. in two thousands. Um, except for Sydney, because that's the running joke. Because technically, she hasn't grown to her nose yet. Even the mayor said it once too. And yeah, so, we'll get into him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But yeah, so we see that uh, the introduction of Cindy Lou between all of this chaos of everybody buying gifts because this is like two days before Christmas, and they're like, "Dad, don't you think that this is a bit too much?" And all that come. And then we was like, uh, but then we see between this whole thing, we see three random, four random teenagers doing the horror movie cliche. I'm like, oh, come on. You you hear the stories about the Grinch? He likes to eat whole flesh. And then, and then we see the two boys and about to get into the door. Come on, knock on the door. Do it for me, Stu. And I'm like, this bitch is doing the horror cliche of like just, Pushing one of the characters to get killed off. I like this thing that Ron Howard is doing this in this moment. Yeah. Oh, these are Sydney's brothers, by the way, yes. Stu and Drew. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, Rugrats totally had that before. Mm. With the brothers named Stu, Drew, and their dad named Lou. Oh. That's from Rugrats. Did I knew that? And the two of them. One of them is played by the guy from Accepted. That's like, I want to blow shit up with my mind. Mm-hmm. The other one is played by, um, hold on one sec while I look. Um, that one guy from Bones, not David Boreanaz, the other guy. Say, oh, oh, I don't know the the, the guy that does the cop. He was the little cop. No, the the other teenager. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the skinny brother. cop that is always with bones, not the good, not the yeah, yeah, part of his team, part of the yeah, team. part of the team. Yeah, the small curly guy. Head, the, yeah, the the curly haired guy. Yes, yeah, that one is that the curly haired guy. Yeah, he's also an Aaron Brockovich. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, they go up, and of course, there's this big uh, mask thing that's like Rah! like <laughs> it's a big kabuki mask, and yes. then they're of course they're just like ah, turns out it's max the dog they give him fake long ears Mm -hmm. like in the book and everything and we get introduced to the grinch the the reveal of the grinch's face too is great and he's just going through the garbage he gets an onion and he just eats it Mm -hmm. and i love that he goes outside and he's washing his pits with the onion then he turns around and yeah that's the grinch and the horror smile that is the slow. I was like, damn. And we have to give credit because he won an Academy Award for this mm-hmm. movie. Special effects 
and makeup designer Rick Baker. Mm-hmm. He was unbelievable. He worked on Star Wars, right? The original trilogy? Uh, no, that or maybe maybe he did. I'm pretty sure but, he did. Uh, yeah, he he did win um uh best Academy Award for best makeup, mm-hmm. and that is mainly on the Grinch mm-hmm. himself. And it was, yeah, it was very good. He he was known for a lot of practical effects, mm-hmm. and yeah, oh, and the music by. James Horner. Mm-hmm. We get to talk about him for the first time as well. Oh, yeah. We had never done a James Horner one. Mm-hmm. Nope. I think it was uh, pretty good, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. After all, this story says the Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. We're going to get a backstory for that. Mm -hmm. It could be that his head wasn't screwed on just right. Or it could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. Why would his shoes be tight? (laughs) Never mind. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. Mm -hmm. And then we see the Grinch get get into town with a a mask that looks like Michael Myers, but it's a face of the Who's. And they're like a I love that the Grinch, they're like, a, come on, kids. And he gives a, like a little uh, seesaw to one of the kids. Come on, run with it. Go, 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 go. And then I love that he also makes a, causes a car crash. And then I was like, uh, and then I was like, uh, and then we see Stu and Drew. was like, uh, what happened to you? Says Louis. It was the Grinch. And everybody stops and you hear crashes. And he was like, oh, my God. And then I was like. And then the Grinch was like, what? I mean, oh, the Grinch, no. <laughs> With the mask, it was like a... And then we meet the villain of this movie, Augustus Mayhew, portrayed by Jeffrey Tambor. Or you might know him from Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Just know that he probably should have whispered to Sidney Lou mm-hmm. that there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> Oh, oh, and to correct myself, you were right. He did do some makeup on second unit of the first Star Wars. This filmography is incredible. I'm looking up Rick I Baker's remember That means so familiar. I'm pretty sure I have seen that. He did the special effects for Captain EO, you know, the Michael Ooh. Jackson, mm-hmm. Harry and the Hendersons, um, the Beauty and the Beast TV show. Oh, the one we run Perman as a beast? Mm-hmm. Nice. He, uh, Gremlins 2. Nice. Uh, Ed Wood. Oh, yeah. We did talk about Ed Wood. Mm-hmm. He did the makeup for Bella Lugosi. Nice. Uh, Men in Black. Oh, nice. And, yeah. Uh, oh, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Oh, yes. boy. Hey, that's a good makeup, though. Even though it's a bad movie, but that's a really good makeup, though. Yeah. Um, either way, just... He has a ton of great makeup mm-hmm. and special effects in his filmography. Mm-hmm. And he's won a couple of Academy Awards because of it. And I love that the mayor says, was like, wow, what did, what did you boys, why did you boys went to Minecraft? I was like, no, 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 no. And Lou was like, no, no, no. They just caused fire, maybe drank, did some drugs, but they didn't went to the mount. I was like, no, but we saw the great and he just shut them up with Stu and Drew. I was like, uh, and then we see Cindy Lou asking to her father, I was like, Dad, why does the Grinch hate Christmas? 
And then I was like, whoa, I was like, it's some who's. I was like, come on, I need your help, Lou, because we're in the post office and everybody's trying to send stuff away. At the same time, Mm -hmm. amateurs. And the Grinch sneaks in. I love that he's just causing general mayhem stuff. Say it. it. I love that joke, though. Oh, when he gets all the mail. Yes. And he's just like, yeah. And this one goes here, and this one goes there, and this one there's there. And they'll never do it. And then he just starts throwing the letters in, and he's just like, jury duty, back mail, pink slip. Eviction uh, notice. Eviction notice, jury duty. And Sydney Lou is just like, God, this is dumb. And I'm like, thank you, little girl. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, while she goes in, she's... You know, she's trying to be helpful for her dad. Mm-hmm. And the Grinch and Max, by the way, also came there. He mm-hmm. he travels through a garbage chute, which can work both ways, oddly enough. I never really understood the physics, but it is a Dr. Seuss story. Is it the so story? Was like, you don't really question it. No. He has crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's up on the wall and Max uh, and he goes, goes in tight. <gasps> ah, ah. And also the close-ups of mm-hmm. uh, Carrie's face. That's the other thing. You look at his face, you don't see Jim Carrey. No, you don't see him. At all. You see the Grinch. And it's like, a, that's what I'm saying, that I consider this like a tie with Liar Liar, though, because Liar Liar represents the most of Jim Carrey as a comedic performance. But here... It's also showing that Gene Carey behind the makeup. You can notice that it's him and it's a great performance also as well because he's fully the character. Because in the mask, that mask, it does look like Gene Carey though. But that's why I will say, I will I will, I will debate that this one is even better though because in this makeup, you don't notice that Gene Carey is there. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. And he uses that to his advantage. Mm-hmm. And his face can do is so expressive that they've joked that he he saved them a lot of money mm-hmm. on special effects or anything because they he could just twist his face into these shapes. And he he wraps up Sydney Lou, and I love he's just like or she ends up in the, uh, the let's face it the Amazon like- the Amazon present sorter. I love that there's also like a big like. Uh, iron press. This is fragile. This is fragile. This is Probably breaking what's inside of it. Yes. And the Grinch, we first see, he actually does have a heart because mm-hmm. he gets her out of there, and then she's just like, "Thank you for saving me." The cartoon sound effects also. It's amazing. Right? I was like, and he's mm, just like, "I just saw that you were misly packaged, my dear." Hey, give me, give me the, give me the finger. Yeah, he's just like. Max, pick out a bow. Can I put your finger here for a second? <laughs> it's just crazy. But anyway, he just leaves her. Um, oh, yeah, and all the little Whoville, the the hair, the crazy mm-hmm. hair. And I love that when uh, Mr. Lou shows up, I was like, a, Dad, Dad, what happened? I was like, honey, what happened? I was like, oh, my God, you have your birthday, your Christmas packaging. And then she said, the narrator was like, why did the Grinch say me? Maybe the Grinch is not so bad. And then we get into one of my favorite side stories in this whole movie, Betty versus Martha May in the Christmas light competition. Oh, yeah. Her mother, Betty Lou, who yes. played by underrated Molly uh, Shannon, mm-hmm. whom if you've never seen Superstar, yes. Catherine Gallagher, 
is her most famous character, but mm-hmm. she's she's very underrated at comedic actress. And she's trying to win the Christmas like competition. She's like every year, Marta Lou Hubier has always has the best. Like, well, not this year, Betty. Hi, because <laughs> I, I was like Christine Baranski. My God, Christine Baranski. Oh my God, is so like she understood the role that she was playing. She is playing a damn uh, John Waters kind of character with like in Broadway outfits, the makeup. Oh my God. <laughs> I never thought of Martha May, who is a John Waters character, but that's awesome. <laughs> if you don't know who John Waters is, mm-hmm. well, you're in for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that. But she has the light machine, which that looks like a penis. I, it does. Well, everything does in Dr. Seuss. And uh, it fires like a machine gun putting up Christmas lights. I wish that were real. It would save so much time. It would be so awesome. No, but and, she's like this, and I was like, uh, I cannot compete with you, Martha. Look at this beautiful chandelier. It's almost 100 years old, but this is new. And I'm just talking about subtext, but the way that Betty Lou is thirsting over Martha. There's some gay uh, stuff in here because it feels that it's also like she's thirsting over the machine, but she's thirsting over Martha Juvier. And I'm like, and also Christian Baranski looks hot. Damn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is the part where it deviates from the source material because we get the Grinch's backstory. With little Sydney, who and she's interviewing people that were associated with the Grinch. There's the two old ladies that raised him. One of them, Mindy Sterling, oh. who, yeah, um, Lynn Beifong from Cora. Mm-hmm. You, you've definitely seen her mm-hmm. before. I guarantee she's one of those faces where it's like, oh, I've seen, I know that face. Mm. Um, there's also, um. This says Margaret Mayhew. I thought it was Martha Mayhew. It is Martha Mayhew. Yeah, Martha Mayhew and the mayor, both of whom were classmates mm-hmm. of the Grinch as well. And so as a kid, he actually liked Christmas, and he even had a crush on uh, Martha. Don't forget. And before that, we learned how babies come from. Don't forget about those two Fall jokes. from the sky and uh, land it. on the porch. And uh, there's a joke where this one who goes, Honey, our baby's here. He looks just like your boss. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the, when the Grinch, the other one. baby Grinch actually, not that bad. Mm-hmm. Small green babies, I guess, are just meant to be cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's hairy as shit, but it doesn't matter. Don't because uh, the ladies right. were like, oh, yes, we were having our annual party. And this involves, if you look in the background, the biggest indicator is the jar where you put the car keys in, Mm -hmm. which means it was a swingers party. Mm -hmm. And apparently he was left out there all night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But they found him the next morning. (laughs) He was perfect. He fell in a tree because... I like to think when I hear that laughter, I like to think that's uh, the mayor. Mm-hmm. 
that booted him out of the way from his path, and he ended up in the tree, right in the window, so he could see everything. Mm. Anyway, the ladies cared for him, and they're like, would you like a cookie? And it's on a Santa plate, yes. and he's like, Santa! Bye-bye! And then he eats the head, and he's like, Santa, bye-bye! <laughs> and also, um... And we also learned that the Grinch was a homicidal maniac. Yes! Also, don't you forgot about the uh, you skip um, Taylor Mom's uh, musical number? Oh, her obligatory. I call this the Steven Spielberg moment. Yes, <laughs> where it's oh so full of whimsy, and it comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. She sings the theme for the movie, and you know I find it ironic that she would later become. Uh, form a band and a become a rock, rock star. Yeah, yeah, because she quit acting to become a musician. That is a really cool album. The first album of Pretty Reckless, I have it on my iPhone. It's really good though. Yeah, and they still make music to this day, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And she's like, "Where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you?" Um, I'm also gonna say this. When I was watching this movie, I remember the first time I saw it. I saw it on a Sunday matinee for children in a 70 millimeter theater. One of my favorite uh, movie theaters in Mexico It's called the Rio 70. And the whole theater felt like it was all engaged with the film. Everybody was laughing. You can feel people crying. The, everybody was enjoying this thing. Like They in, don't make movies like that. They anymore. don't make movies like this anymore. This is a very forget the pun this is a very universal movie <laughs> <My> universal. <laughs> i'm not gonna forgive that i'm gonna applaud that <laughs> pun and or i could also call this the the somewhere out there fievel moment yes and that's a universal movie too also you know well yeah and it's produced by amblin so mm-hmm. it is spielberg um we also learned that the mayor was a asshole to mm-hmm. the Grinch as a kid. And it's imp- it's heavily implied that Martha Mayhew also liked the Grinch. She's a, she's a furry. She's she's really into the green. No, but like, like she's like a... The, I love this backstory. She's like, a, ah, Martha. He's like, ah, the Grinch, he didn't have sense of coordination. I was so busy with my studies. The way that Martha May licks the lollipop. God damn it. Good oh, casting for the young Martha May yes. as well. And then he's like, a, and then in that um, uh, Augustus is like, a, he liked Martha. Martha was my girlfriend. And I was like, I didn't want it to be to her to talk to him. And he's like, put your back into it. And then we see Ron Howard's brother shining the shoes. Oh, yes. The mayor's aide, Ron Howard's brother, Clint, mm-hmm. who he puts in every single one of his movies because nobody really likes Clint Howard. <laughs> Except for his brother, who always gives him a bone. Mm-hmm. James Gunn has carried on that tradition with his brother, Sean. Mm-hmm. Whom you might remember Sean from Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Famously. But Clint, I liked. I, I remember him as the Ice Cream Man, which is a very cheesy, awesome horror movie. He plays Ooh. a killer ice cream man, and nice. it's awesome. And and so I love that also we see the Grinch like throwing up the Santa dying on the sleigh. And I'm like, that is so cool though. And then he's like, uh, I was like, you don't have a chance with her. You have a beard. And then you said. You're eight years old and you have a beard, which I'm like, no, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's got sideburns and everything, but 
He doesn't have a beard. And then Martha goes to, that means the Grinch goes to Martha and was like, I just love Christmas. My favorite colors are red. And the way that she touches the Grinch on his cheek in cream, I'm like, this bitch was horny. Oh, like, damn. And I was like, uh, did I have the crush on the Grinch? Of course not. I didn't ask you that. Oh, <laughs> aha! She admits it. Yes. And then the whole assignment that the teacher gives is you have to make a present to give to somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like a, like a secret Santa. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. But you have Except to make not it. so secret. Yeah, and you have to make it. What the Grinch ends up making? Pretty good. It was a Christmas tree topper mm-hmm. of like an angel. He somehow, for an eight-year-old, knows how to weld metal together. And he takes like, what he, a he beautiful takes beautiful hairloom. <laughs> and then the he proceeds to smash it. And it's just it's awesome. But yeah, the end, actual present, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But then he has well, why do the old ladies have uh, a razor, like an electric razor shaver there? It's probably for their legs or something. I don't I mean, know. Like they have to get ready for the orgies. <laughs> anyway, and he <laughs> He pulls a Shia LaBeouf and puts a plastic <laughs> paper bag over his head. <laughs> and yeah, because no, we're not old. We're not old with that joke. <laughs> because he did a terrible job shaving. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, when you shave and you cut yourself, you do, you put the little paper on there. Mm-hmm. It happens. And that causes everybody to laugh at him. But the fucking teacher did like, it first. The teacher laughed first. That yeah, bitch is also part of the origin, and she's part of the villain, too. And they embarrass him so much that, or they're laughing at him so much, he just straight up, he just destroys the present. He's like, stupid present, stupid tree, and he grabs the tree, and he's a really little guy. And he's like, and he's like, like I hate Christmas! The anger, the fury, the muscles. <laughs> and then he throws the tree across, and... You can actually see him crying a little bit. Mm, and then Martha... Even Martha May was just like... Everyone was so cruel. And I, could I couldn't bear. bear. God damn it. Yeah, and then we see him climb up to his eventual home mountain. And it's actually kind of sad. And yeah, he's just Monk like, Rumble. I hate Christmas. I hate it. And then the transition to older Grinch as well. But then what kills me is the narrator is just like... We'll never know what happened to the Grinch. And I'm like, you literally just showed us what happened to the Grinch. What are you talking about, Anthony? <laughs> so there's that. And then he, uh, I love the, the phone book. Yes. So uh, I'm like, you can be a heavenier who? I hate you. Hey, hey, hey. Loading oh. entirely. Hi. Harry Joe! <laughs> okay. Hate, hate, hate. Hate, hate, hate. Double hate. Entirely. <laughs> and that is where everyone's just like, yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. Is there and... hovelation? It's almost Christmas. It's almost here. Max, fetch me my sedative. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Grinch's place? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like, if I can enter my bed through mm-hmm. like a zip line that would be pretty cool or when he's checking his heart size and he's like down a size and a half and this, and time, this time 
Excuse I'll keep it all. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> and I also I love between all of this mayhem that they do serving the jubilation. I was like, uh, I was like, look at what I found for my for my life. And then we hear a car crash. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then we hear, we see the mayor was like, uh, now we're gonna do the Whoville Cheer Chain Master nomination. And do I have a volunteer? Says the mayor. And Cindy Lewis like, I nominate the Grinch. And everybody stares. I was like, wow, Cindy Lou. Let me quote a book from who? Grinchy is a term from the one that has no Christmas cheer. And I'm like, is Grinch a slur in this world? Oh, my, my head, I was like, trying to make it a slur. Yeah, I was like, I was like damn. And then I was like, and I was like, yes, Mr. Major. But the book also says this. This is no matter what, the who appears. To be, he will always be welcome with holiday cheer. And then he's like, no, no, no. The Grinch can get the award because I was like, the, it's right here. In what page? And everybody, I love how everybody starts in Ron Howard's coming from here to here to here. A lot of fisheye lens yes. shots. And yeah, a lot of uh, medium close-ups of faces as well. And he's just like, um, you know, because the Grinch... The Grinch will never come down from Mount Crumpet. Mm-hmm. And when that doesn't happen, then I'll get it because mm-hmm. I nominate myself. Mm-hmm. Because and, the then, and then Cindy says, like, also the chairmaster is from the one that deserves the cheer of Christmas the most. Yeah. So in the original story, Cindy Lou, who was only two. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That, uh, that also rhymes. Uh-huh. So that was probably on purpose. Yeah. Damn you, Theodore Geisel. <laughs> That's Dr. Seuss's real name. Oh, didn't I know yeah, and uh, here they made her six years old. Mm. I thought so she was like they eight. made they made or or eight years old. Either yeah. way, they they aged her up, mm-hmm. which is good because if it was a two year old, there's no way. No, and here it's still a young enough kid to where the thing about Cindy Lou who is that she sees the good in everyone. Mm-hmm. What Unless is the children's like, hey, well, innocence thing? Yeah, and she's she, her heart is in the right place mm-hmm. because everybody seems to forget what Christmas is actually all about. Mm-hmm. But um, she goes up to Mount Crumpet to deliver the news to the Grinch, mm-hmm. and, and he of Grinch course tries to scare her off, listen. and he's doing his. Uh, you know, Jim Carreyisms, mm-hmm. And I was like, hello, little girl. How dare you enter the Grinch's lair? The audacity. The call. Now face. Face of fear. Booga, booga. <laughs> it was like a, and she, she's, she's just laughing I looked at him. her mom's and was like, I'm not scared. Denial in the presence of pure evil in the window. I don't think so. Now you're Doom. And then he does the swoosh and then he gets in with a shirt and was like, run for your life and he's doing the alien thing before I kill again. I'm a psycho. He gets tired. And then I love Taylor Monson. I think you need a time out. And this is one of my favorite meta jokes in the whole movie. Kiss today. So desensitized by movies and television. What do you want? So nobody can deliver these jokes like Jim Carrey. Yes, no one can. I can't even. I can't even try. <laughs> I mean, 
if I tried also, it would just be a poor imitation, mm-hmm. but you see these clips all the time mm-hmm. for like, you know, it's relatable or whenever this happens. There's My favorite so moment things. is, well, we're going to see it because mm-hmm. Sydney Lou who convinces him because Martha May who is going to be attending and he's like, oh, and you want all right, I'll consider it. And I love he's or yeah, he's like an award for me mm-hmm. and then he's just like you changed me cindy lou i'll go down there and i'll be the best cheermeister ever and she goes really he goes no <laughs> and the trapdoor <laughs> but then he's just like um i was like she just told me this at the last moment my schedule wouldn't allow it four o'clock while i myself pity Four thirty, starting the abyss 5, 5 p.m. Save the world. Save the world. Hunger. I don't tell anybody. anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Six p.m. Dinner with me. I cannot cancel again. <laughs> I'm booked. And then I was like, "But what? What? Like where?" <laughs> yeah. And then, oh yeah. And Max the entire time is just like, man. Yeah. I mean, it's really good dog actor mm-hmm. too. No, you know. And uh, then we we get a. Mountain Yodeler. Yes. And he does the, you know, the hook on a, on a cane gag. Like a cane show. (laughs) Yeah, and takes his later hosen. Mm -hmm. I love when he uh, strips the clothes off. You see the garter on his leg. Why does he have that? It's not a dress. It's a kilt. Psycho. <laughs> oh, and then when he's checking himself out, of course, everyone has seen this clip where he's like, ooh, uh, ah, that's it, I'm not I'm going. Not <laughs> <laughs> and then when he pulls the tablecloth off, Cute. originally that was supposed to, it was not supposed to be perfect mm-hmm. because everything stays in place. Mm. That was not supposed to happen. That so when Jim so Carrey is, n- or when the Grinch knocks off everything, he comes back. That was just Jim Carrey. <laughs> they just kept in the movie. And I think it's funnier because of that. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, God. This movie's so good. Um, also, this is a thing that I will skip. But one of the most interesting things that I have never tried to decipher about the movie, and I love that this is a mystery. In an earlier scene, when he comes back from Hubio, he takes a shower, and we see a thing through a curtain. He's like, ah, ah. And then he's like, ah, ah. And then he's like, oh, he's just pretending like. Like he's like, he, like he got acid on his face. Like that was kind of like the it's shower. Just it's, it's just weird, random shit. It's weird just, shit, but I'm like, it. I don't want anybody to explain that. But like, what the fuck was that? But I like it. And then we. Honestly, are- that's what most of the movie is. Mm-hmm. Which you could argue that that goes against what the actual movie and the story mm-hmm. is. And if you don't like Jim Carrey's comedy, you're not going to like this movie. Mm-hmm. Is basically what I'm saying. Because this does take up a good chunk of the runtime. Yes. You could say it actually works against the movie. But it's it's a very simple story. Mm-hmm. It's It's really not... It doesn't need to be elaborated. I can bet you, like the thing that we know from Mrs. Doubtfire, that there's like three different cuts of this movie. That there's the PG cut, the R-rated cut, and the PG-13 cut. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of different cuts of the Grinch, of how many jokes maybe Jim Carrey improvised in a very different way. And then 
between all of this, this is when we go into the ceremony, and then we see the mayor's like, congratulations, Mr. Grinch. Oh, he's not here. He didn't show. Who could predicted this? And I love the Grinch is like, oh, this is a prank. What if it's a cash bar? And I'm like, I did not remember that joke. When I was watching it today, I was like, cash bar? I was like, damn. And I love that Max pulls the handle like he did. Yeah, because like, he's just like, I am I will go. But I'll be fashionably like, late. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. And then, he, you know, he's trying to talk himself out of it, but then Max pulls the lever. And one of my favorite <laughs> yeah. transitions, the Grinch between going to the tunnel and we see how the camera spins on him, on him, on him, and, and then his nose transforming to Cindy Lou. That's one There's of a the, lot of, like... It's a really good transition, though. Camera tricks. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of slow-mo, a lot of... Um, spinning. Mm-hmm. And it makes it feel like a cartoon. Also, when they go up the mountain as well, it's just the map mm-hmm. done in the Dr. Seuss illustration. Yes. That's pretty cool. I mean, like, it feels like Ron Howard had fun. It feels like the whole thing, how he directed the movie, felt he had fun. Because oh, he sure. didn't have fun in Solo. And we know that. We talk about it. They hired him as a last-minute director. Yes. Of course. of course he didn't have fun. He mm-hmm. had a skeleton crew. Somehow he managed to pull it off. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but I guess, like, good job, Ron. Yes. And, uh... Oh, and he... When he, uh... Exits the garbage chute door, mm-hmm. he bounces off of two things and ends up having his face buried in between Martha Mayhew's tits. Yes! And he's just like... Hello, Martha. <laughs> you again. <laughs> and I love when he gets up and the whole camera checking every single one in the home is and he and he's everybody's standing there and he's like boo ah and he's someone fainting ha crowd ha crowd <laughs> and then he's like I'm here to serve an award of some kind and the kid mentioned a check I didn't <laughs> but first. A little reunion, and this is my second favorite joke of the whole movie. Are you two still living? Oh, yeah, because the two old ladies are there. (laughs) And just this entire montage sequence Mm -hmm. is great. Having him taste everything, which... The Christmas conga! (laughs) The Christmas conga is great. And, of course, the random... uh, um, oh shit, what are those races called? I know there's a certain name for it. The uh, oh, yeah, the sack thing, the the side, the sucker, sucker. I'm gonna, feel, I'm gonna feel, su- I'm gonna feel stupid. I don't play that thing, um, so I don't know. Yeah, no, but they're playing the chariots of fire theme, you know. And he pushes a kick, he's like, ah, I think I he was. And I love Martha May getting to her. So I was like, ah, she's loving this. And I also, I love that he has eating so much fruitcake and so much fudge. And I love that he's between, she was like, uh, uh. <laughs> it's just eating a lot. And I also, I love when he's getting the award. It was like, and everybody, he loves this. Everybody's cheering on him. This is gorgeous. And I love this random moment of happiness of the Grinch. And he's like, oh, in my award, in my check. There is no check. And now, 
press it, pass it on. And then this is the moment is so perfectly timed. The mayor pulling a telenovela villain kind of move. Putting the gift on. He triggers him. He triggers him. And the way that he opens it, it was like the gift of a Christmas shave. And then he remembers everything from school. And then he's ah, good times. And the, the way that he puts the cherry on top was like, good times, right? We have buddy. And I'm like, oh, bitch, you're asking for it. Like, he's and then he, of course, immediately. Because he was actually getting into the spirit. He was actually really into mm-hmm. it. But then he's just like. <sighs> the other cherry on top. Okay. The, the, the proposition. He's just like, proposal. you know what I think of all this? Oh, yeah. They also put him in a Christmas sweater no, as well. Don't forget about the Marta thing. I was like, uh, I was like, uh, oh yeah, no, 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 and then the cherry on top. He proposes to Martha Mayhew with like a big ass triple, diamond, triple diamond ring. And then I was like, uh, will you be Mrs. Augustus Mayhew? But you also received this, and then we hear the president writing a brand new car, generally provided by the taxpayers of Whoville, and we see Clint Howard showing it like President right. That's my third favorite joke of the whole movie. <laughs> oh, it's great. And then at, and then he's just like, know what I think about yours. Christmas traditions. It's stupid. Stupid, 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 stupid. Include even the one guy that looks like Chef Boyardee. Um, and then he's just like, but there's one teeny tiny tradition I love. <laughs> Mistletoe. So Pucker up and kiss it, Whoville. As he puts the mistletoe on his butt. And Martha May passes out. And then it just he just causes general panic. Uh, I love that he takes this guy's alcohol and he's just like, mind if I have a swig? And of course, burps and mm. lights it on fire to light the tree, the ridiculously sized tree on fire. I love the guys also like, that was my good stash. And I was like, burn, like, baby, burn. And everyone is just generally like screaming and yelling and going, ah, and stuff. And then he's like, taxi. <laughs> and then it passes him and he's like, it's because I'm green. <laughs> and he stops like these really small, like Gulliver's Travel sized people. Who's that? And he's just like, might want to scoot over a bit. And they're like, ah. And of course, so it's just an excuse for Jim Carrey to drive, drive around car. on a tiny car. <laughs> he ends up crashing it. <laughs> and then he runs away like Homer Simpson at the candy convention and it explodes right behind oh him. He's like, ah! It's gonna blow! This is my father's favorite joke. He loves this joke so much. <laughs> and also... I we skipped him. I love his monologue. I was like, a, you know what happens to your gifts? I get them in your garbage. I can have myself with all of the bad Christmas neckties and the avarice. The avarice never ends. I want a party to run it twice and the convert it to glue. Kuma says, stupid, stupid. Oh, and then he also shaves the mayor. Uh, shaves the mayor. Oh yeah, yeah. He he shaves the middle of his head. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you look fabulous. but um here's a point that was brought up to me Mm -hmm. you know how he gets everything in the garbage right Mm -hmm. 
That means somebody threw out a puppy. Because how else was he able yeah. to get met? Who throws out a live puppy in the garbage? I can bet you was the mayor. What monster would do that? And then he gets him. I have a feeling he was a mayor. Probably. Yeah, and then I look how he says, oh, the humanity. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, when everything blows up and then the Grinch leaves, I was like, in the mayor, another great villain performance. I mean, like, Jeffrey Tamer was being his A-game. He was like, a, I'm hurt, Lou. I'm so disappointed in your family. Let's go back to Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. And then I love that Cindy Lou, very beautiful moment with the music where James Horner was like, I just wanted everybody to be together for Christmas. And I was crying. I was like, God damn it. I love them with the delivery of Taylor Momsen in that line. I was like, damn it. Yeah. And luckily they had a spare and the Grinch just can't take it anymore. And he's just like, God, it never ends. Only four hours to Christmas. By the way, that clock operator Mm -hmm. is Rance Howard, Ron and Clint's father. Damn. Yeah, he only just recently passed away. Mm -hmm. And also one of the, apparently one of the surprised who, Mm -hmm. one of the who's is Ron's daughter, Mm -hmm. Bryce. Mm -hmm. So yes, he's got the entire Howard clan Mm -hmm. involved. Except for one, per- you know what? In a way, he also gets her involved, and I'm refraining from talking about that moment because it's a very emotional moment. For mm-hmm. me. But uh, yeah, yes, the Grinch knew tomorrow all the Who girls and boys would wake bright and early and rush for their toys, and then oh, the noise, 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 noise. noise. they'll, they'll bang on Tom Tinglers, they'll blow their flu flounders, they'll crash on Jang Jinglers. And bounce on Boing Bounders. I cannot even try to say those words. Damn. Then who's young and old would sit down to a feast. And they'll feast. And they'll feast. And they'll feast, 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 feast. They'll eat their who pudding. And rare who roast beast. Ew. Which is something I cannot stand in the least. <laughs> That's just straight up barbs. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh no, I'm speaking in rhymes. <laughs> And then the more, and the more the Grinch thought of what Christmas would bring, the more the Grinch thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for year after year, I put up with it now. Mm-hmm. I must stop this Christmas from coming. But how? I mean, in what way? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's trying not to rhyme. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we got. Uh, he he throws Max, who is having a little Christmas party. Yes. He literally throws out his entire doghouse. Like a lunatic. And, and then he ends up in the snow, mm. and he pulls him out, and Max has a little Santa Claus beard. And then, of course, we got the iconic moment of any Grinch. And then he got an idea. Mm. An awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea as his face contorts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nothing compared to that animated version, which nobody could do that, but mm-hmm. Jim Carrey does pretty good. And what he decides to do, he's going to steal Christmas. Mm-hmm. He make a, he made a quick Santa Claus hat. Huh? It was like, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. 
You really are a heel. You are an empty hole. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. So That's a really good that quote was, he says, I know just what to do. And he cuts this fabric, mm-hmm. again, like the cartoon. And I love the moment where he accidentally sews his mm-hmm. fingers onto the uh, the fabric. The Grinch laughed in his throat. Mm-hmm. And he made a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat. And he chuckled and clucked at this great Grinchy trick. With this coat and this hat, I'll look just like Saint Nick. <laughs> oh, dude, these this rhyming is so fucking good. Yes, it is. And then between all of this beautiful song, I would yeah, like... then we get the the Grinch song. Yeah, the Grinch song and the way the crazy he... moment where he tests the sleigh I was gonna like say a that. crash test dummy, <laughs> and he's just like, ow, ow. <laughs> he's totally fine too. And I also love that he's doing all of this. In less than three hours, in less than four hours, doing this whole beautiful machine that can fly. But they all, I actually do like the fact that they established that he's a good, you know, metal welder, mm-hmm. like a welder, because of the Christmas gift. And also, he's very smart. But actually, it actually does tie into that, mm-hmm. that he's been doing ever since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made all of that stuff in his, uh, in the top of the mountain mm-hmm. by himself. So we know he's surprisingly a very good engineer mm-hmm. and then he's watching also santa claus exists yes in this snowflake yes and then he's watching santa claus and he just goes fat boy should be finishing up any time now talk about a recluse he only comes out once a year and he never catches any flack for it probably lives up there to avoid the taxes <laughs> he's like ooh. I forgot about the reindeer. And then he looks at Max, and I love Max the way that he's like, oh, Max is like, and like he knows, I was like, oh no. And then he was like, oh, the grin said, I was like, I can't find a, a reindeer. I can make one. And then my Max runs away. And this is my fourth favorite joke of the whole movie. The Grinch pulls a horn on top of Max. Puts a hat like Ron Howard. It's like, oh, here you go. Here's your motivation. You like Christmas. You're going to save Christmas. And then, but nobody likes you. You have a red nose. Nobody likes you. But then Santa Piscuit, you save Christmas. And then a lot of Max is like, okay. Well, forget that. Well, in price. Just keep it Lucy, Lucy. Come on. And you hate Christmas. You're going to steal it. And action. And then he just waits, and then Max takes up the uh, the 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 the, horror, the 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 red nose. I was like, brilliant! I was like, why did I think of that? <laughs> you reject re- 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 your own nose because it represents the literal commercialism. I was like, why did I think of that? Just cut, print, check the game. Move it on. Cut. <laughs> yeah, and then the Grinch starts up this hot rod sleigh. <laughs> As it's shaking, oh, that feels good. And he goes down the sleigh. Mm-hmm. And I originally thought that, like, Max doesn't, he, he sort of flies off, mm-hmm. but he's attached to a rope, mm-hmm. thankfully. And uh, then he's just flipping, he, he's doing circles in the air, and he's just like, I want to throw up and we're going to die. <laughs> but they end up going down, mm-hmm. and they stop at the first house. Which also happens to be Cindy Lou's house. Mm-hmm. Also love the weird angles as well. Yes. Um, and he goes in, 
And of course... He gets stuck in the chimney. He gets stuck in the chi chimney and he's like, blasted water weight goes straight to my hips. <laughs> but then he manages to go down the chimney and he gets rid of... He starts stealing all their stuff. First, the stockings. And he gets a... Uh, uh, Those little a case of moths mm -hmm. to eat up the stockings. And I love that Anthony he, Hopkins he is narrating, giant... and then the commercial's like, "Can you be more stealthy?" Okay, and then Anthony Hopkins is lowering the voice. Yeah, and then he whispers, <laughs> and uh, indicating that the Grinch knows that there's a narrator narrating mm -hmm. his uh, story. Mm -hmm. Tell my story. <laughs> um, and then the Grinch has this. One of the best vacuums of all time in film that can it's vacuum. Like, it's like um, he's fumigating the house, mm -hmm. houses, and he just sucks up all the presents. And one of the, oh yeah, he also he slunk to the ice box, <laughs> and I love that he just goes slunk, slunk, and then he eyes the who's east and plays football with the rose hike. Yep, he took the who pudding. He took the roast beast. Hike! He cleaned out the icebox as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch, he even took their last can of Who Hash. I want some Who Hash. I don't know. This is insane. I was like, what is it? I might get canceled for this, but it kind of sounds Jewish. Maybe maybe it's hash browns. I don't yeah, know. I was like... But, uh, yeah. Uh, then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch. I'll stuff up the tree. Mm -hmm. While that's happening, Cindy Lou wakes up because she obviously hears him. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's just like, hey, Santa Claus, what are you doing with our tree? But you know that old Grinch was so smart and so slick. Mm -hmm. He thought up a lie and he thought it up quick. And uh, then, of course, he over-exaggerates. He's just like, <laughs> my sweet little tot. The fake Santa Claus lied. Mm -hmm. There's a light on this tree that won't light on one side as he breaks literally breaks it. Mm -hmm. And I'll fix it up there and I'll bring it back. Or So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there and I'll bring it back here. And then Cindy Lou just goes, Santa, what's Christmas really about? And then he goes through the tree and he goes, Vengeance! I mean, presence. I suppose. And then she's just like, yeah, I was afraid of that. But then, I, I love when he patted her head. Mm -hmm. I don't even think he really patted her head. And he gets her a drink, sends her to bed. <laughs> also, the fact that Sydney Lou probably knows that it's the Grinch. Yeah. I mean, but that's why she's like, Santa, can you also be kind to the Grinch? <laughs> I think he's sweet. Because, again, she really believes that the Grinch is good mm -hmm. at heart. And she sees it through all the little moments. Because mm -hmm. he does have moments of good. Yes. To show that he's not a bad, green, hairy who? thing. Who? Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just like, he's sitting there and he's like, she thinks I'm sweet. <laughs> like, like, he's really considering like, oh, Wow. Like, no one's ever said that mm -hmm. to me before. And now, also, he took the last log on their fire. Mm -hmm. The one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. 
yes, I could do the entire thing in rhyme if I wanted to, <laughs> but I'm not going to. And then we see this beautiful mon montage of him stealing so many presents, doing it in the most cartoonish way possible, even with a seesaw, like, like uh, cutting the whole floor and stealing and stealing all of the trees. And the president was like, a Kieran sale, everything must go. Also, he sucks up a cat in one of the homes, and yes. of course, the cat attacks his face. Rawr. Happens twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's both times, it's great. And uh, he even steals the sugar plums that they're dreaming of. Mm -hmm. So he can apparently go through dreams. What is this, Inception? And then he goes to Marta, who's a house, and then she steals, uh, she, he steals the, the, the diamond. Uh, the diamond ring. Uh, I love something that, uh, uh, the thing with the tongue. And then he goes to Augustus, the mayor. The mayor. And I love that he's doing the thing from Undercover Brother. The thing was like, let's break in the glass. And yeah, because we saw that he scratched the car earlier. Mm. Apparently, his fingers are sharp enough to scratch the car, even though we don't see it. And then he, and then we, he, he's laughing. I was like, Marta, have you ever kissed a man who loves his tonsils twice? Because we see that the mayor is snoring. I was like, no, they was no silly. I was like. And then the Grinch grabs Max and puts his ball but his butt on, on Jeffrey Tepper's face and the eyes of my son. And the smile of the mayor. My God. And he doesn't say this to anybody no. later in the movie. So I'm like, this is the thing that the, the Grinch really did get his revenge mm -hmm. there. Oh, he also puts a hook on uh, the mayor's bed. Mm -hmm. You'll see what that turns out to do. And yeah, he pretty much takes everything. And the little uh, light bulb that can that, that can screw all of the light bulbs on the whole city. I like that too, that little detail. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then he runs out of gas. And the, the slate runs out of gas. And, like, Max, and he's just like, what are you looking at to Max? Because he forces Max to go up the hill. At, at more than 30 feet of hill, where I'm pretty sure I saw at least more than a thousand pounds of gifts. I don't know how that dog did it. It's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then there's something that happens that I'm actually kind of against. Mm, okay. Because um, he takes everything and he's just like... Uh, um, at first he's just like, you know, oh man, I can't wait for them to go boo-hoo, and they actually do go boo-hoo. Mm -hmm. And then the mayor, of course, is like, oh yeah, I hope you're prou uh, proud of this little girl. Mm -hmm. Basically trying to make her cry again, and real big man you are. And make him a piranha, a piranha of the town. You mean, you mean a pariah? A pariah, yeah. And then her father is just like, you know what? I am proud. Hmm. Because, you know, it's not about the gifts or the uh, decorations or anything like that. He's like, I got my Christmas right here with my family. Mm -hmm. And then he's just like, it's just a, uh, it's just a uh, little girl. And he's just like, that's my daughter. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm proud of her. And this is what Sydney's been trying to tell us. Mm -hmm. Trying to tell me 
And I love that he just owns up to the fact that, yeah, I've been, I've been neglectful of my Mm. daughter and yeah, it's, it's just about being together. And all the other who's begin to join in and then they start singing the song. Mm -hmm. Now, see in the original, they just immediately sing Mm -hmm. stuff because they already know the true meaning of Christmas. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense in the context of this story. Because in this version, like, we're getting so much, like, rage and anger and this whole thing about the mayor. I think this is... It's, it's the consumerism angle yeah. of it. It's because also they added all of the backstory. And so Cindy Lou goes through the trash compactor to go and see the Grinch. And then she sees the host laid all the way on the top. And we see that the Grinch, he listened to all of the, like, I was like, oh, my God, finally, I'm going to destroy this. The crescendo, my audio is opus. Like, he's about to push it, but then he hears everybody singing. I was like, how is that possible? And I was like, why? I was like, but I, I took everything, the feast, the gifts. And I was like, how are they still singing? And then I was like, it was Mary, very Mary. Everybody in down in Hubio, the tall and the small, were singing without any presence at all. Why? I love that the Grinch is like. Be so. Mm-hmm. It came without ribbons. Mm-hmm. Came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I actually have this quote on a frame mm-hmm. that I bring out every Christmas. Nice. And uh, you. Or it's and he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzle was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before, and then it's this quote: mm-hmm. "Maybe Christmas," he thought, "doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more." <laughs> and then, of course, we get the funny because immediately, ah, Max, help me! I'm <laughs> and we see his small hearts growing. Three sizes. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. PSA for everybody out there. If your heart suddenly grows three sizes, mm-hmm. see a doctor immediately. <laughs> I mean, because you will have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And more than likely die if your heart grows that three sizes. Or if it shrinks. Mm-hmm. Either way, go see a doctor. And then, of course, he does the, uh, like, he's looking at the sunrise, Mm -hmm. and he's just crying. I'm leaking. (laughs) Oh, Max, I love (laughs) you. My mother always tells me whenever (laughs) I mention this movie. That line in particular. And then, of course, Max is giving him kisses. He's like, oh, that's nice. All right, knock it off. But then he's just like, Oh shit! I uh, all the presents and stuff up here. Mm-hmm. How am I gonna get down? And uh, we also saw that Sydney Lou, who also managed to get all the way to the top without get all the way to the top, nice. all up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just like, they're gonna lose their presents, and I care. <laughs> what is the deal? <laughs> As he's trying to. Get the sleigh back. And of course, it's like ridiculously heavy and mm-hmm. everything. And he's just like, 
oh well it's just presents but then cindy lou is up there and she's like hi mr grinch she's just like what are you doing up there and she goes no one should be alone on christmas and i love that the grinch is just this beautiful moment between them smiling and the grinch the way that the makeup focuses on him smiling that is so different throughout the whole movie and then he sees that the sleigh is about to fall and then the grinch gets his a really beautiful kind of like poetic kind of like a thing of the character he uses his grinch hull powers to carry all of the sleigh with all of the gifts it's like he carries like a like a barbell and I love this beautiful shot of him carrying the whole thing we see the glare of the sun in a very beautiful way between the top of the mountain it's a beautiful shot and then we go into I call this the universal ride promotion that maybe could never happen because this feels like a ride of them going down the mountain <laughs> and well, we definitely got that in the other adaptation that mm-hmm. we will never talk about. We will. No, we might talk about that one moment, but we're not. We're not going to do that movie. Not as long as I'm around. Fire! <laughs> no, at Universal Studios. <laughs> no, but what does happen is that. Uh, oh yeah, when he woke up, everybody. The police officer, mm-hmm. the one police officer, uh, he attached the uh, hook and cable to his car and it dragged the mayor's bed out, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it, the Grinch comes back and he gets every, like everything's in place and manages to stop, or Martha Mayhew and, and Betty, uh, Betty Luhu manage to stop the sleigh mm-hmm. and with the support of Lou too. Yeah. Everybody manages to stop it. Mm-hmm. And the Grinch comes down. And of course the police officer is like, you want to explain yourself? And he goes, I am the Grinch who stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I am sorry. Oh, <laughs> and immediately everyone just turns back to the Grinch's side and the mayor is just like, Oh, you heard him. He, he admits it. And the police officer is just like, yeah, I can see that. And I, and I see that everything is, he said, he, I I see that he's sorry mm-hmm. and that everything is accounted for. And I love that the Chris is like, you're not going to put me on a some pepper spray. And the mayor, I'll, I'll go with the pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> and then Martha May is like, I don't know how she found the damn ring so fast, though. I don't know. Yeah, she she got the Woman, ring. womanly intuition. I'm yeah. not, I'm not entirely sure. And but... then she's lies in her beautiful nightgown. Jesus Christ! Like this, we gun is gorgeous, and the way that she gets her boobs up, it's like I have to say no to your proposal. I have your ring back, but my heart belongs to someone else. And then she turns around, and everybody stares, and then the girl like, turns around, me, and she's like. And it's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. the way that he laughs, he jumps the Grinch and then, and then tells the man, come on, cheer up. It's Christmas. <laughs> that is the perfect revenge. No and then they start singing the Who song. You mm-hmm. know, Bahu for mm-hmm. da and, and of course, he's just like, Bahu. And that's when you see Bryce Alec Hogwarts real quick between before they sing. Yeah. Mm hmm. And of course, 
So he brought back the toys and the food for the feast. Mm -hmm. And he, he himself, carved the roast beast. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we see they're all having Christmas in up in the mountains, I guess, because mm -hmm. the Grinch has all that room. He's just like, who wants the gizzard? That one's mine. <laughs> it's claimed. But anyway, the Grinch loves Christmas now and is accepted by society. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's the where are you Christmas as it fades out mm. to the snowflake. And that's how the movie ends? And then that's how the movie ends as it plays the theme, which is where are you Christmas, sung by Faith Hill. I was going to say, I was like, it's not Christina Aguilera, it's Faith Hill. No, right? it, it, like, it's Faith Hill. Yeah. And then the moment that always gets me, because this movie, Ron Howard's mother passed away before this movie came oh, out. Oh, mm hmm And there's a dedication to it. It says, dedicated to Gene Spiegel Howard, who loved Christmas the most. Mm -hmm. And it gets me, mm -hmm. because it reminds me of my mom. Hmm. And my mother loves Christmas mm -hmm. more than anything. And there are certain things that I know, and this movie included, that I, I'm always going to think of her. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, no, it, it gets me every time. That is, that is really cool, though. Um, for me, I love this movie. I loved it since the first time I saw it 23 years ago in the movie theater. And it's a tradition. It's a movie that I watch every Christmas. I'm pretty sure my mother still has my VHS copy of The Grinch. She has the DVD I copy. Have my VHS I have the, the Blu-ray copy. I have the Blu-ray one. I still have my VHS copy. Nice. And I have no notes. I'm like, the the production value is amazing. The acting is amazing. Everybody was bringing their endgame. Gene Carey's performance is outstanding. Like that is so good that this movie won an Academy Award for the for the makeup. It should have won for production design too, though. It was nominated for production design. Yeah, and I have no notes. I'm like, this movie is amazing. I love the. I love the comedy. Uh, I know uh, you can say that the movie, the, a little of the comedy is very crass and very adult. But like it was the 2000s. That was the style. Literally the year 2000. Yeah, it's the year 2000. That was the style of a lot of comedies. I don't feel that this movie is dated still. I, for me, it still holds up. It doesn't feel like it's making a particular commentary on that year when it came out. Or like a pop song or anything. Because well, there is like a sort of poppy cover of your mean one, Mr. Grinch, but ultimately mm -hmm. that doesn't matter doesn't because matter. it's like it's set in like a timeless uh, setting, mm -hmm. which is the same thing with the actual story, mm -hmm. you know, how the Grinch stole Christmas. And the way that Ron Howard shows you every single detail or even characters that never got a line of the guy that looks like a chef. The old ladies, like so many random characters, and even the little people, the little people that look kind of like the, that fairy tale that I'm forgetting from Disney that John Goodman was in that movie too. The really little people, and I'm like, I love that Ron Howard was so focused on every single little detail. This movie feels so lived in. I well, yeah, because the original story, there's only really three characters, mm -hmm. and that's. 
the Grinch, Max, and Sydney Lou Who. Mm-hmm. Here, there's more. Mm-hmm. There's more backstory. Does it contradict sometimes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And does some of Jim Carrey's comedy stop the movie in its tracks? Yes. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that doesn't matter. No. Because the film has heart. That's a lot of heart. And there's a lot of effort that was put into it. Mm-hmm. And it really is a Dr. Seuss story come to life. And I don't think it'll ever be replicated again. No. They tried that with Cat in the Hat. No. That did not happen because it was horrible. Mm-hmm. In fact, that one movie was so horrible that Dr. Seuss's widow banned uh, studios from ever doing adaptations like that ever again. Mm-hmm. It took a long time before she was able to be like, okay, you can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, before... The, the musicals and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Although the Dr. Seuss musicals, eh, not, mm-hmm. not the greatest. But this is a great, this for me is a Christmas classic. Yes. I grew up on this as mm-hmm. a child. I'm going to show this to my children if I'm lucky enough to have children. And yeah, it's a Christmas staple. People love this version. Yes. Anybody that doesn't like this version, really, there's their hearts are two sizes too small. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to give it a perfect score, but I'm going to give it a high score. I'm going to give it a nine. Nice, nice. I don't know. I think there's only one thing for the movies that we're doing. I think there's only one other movie that could possibly be higher. Ooh. We're going to see, though, how I react next week. Because it's a movie I have never seen. I've only heard of. Well, for me, I don't have to see the number. It's an 11. I love this movie to pieces. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next week we're doing the holiday. Yes. With two of the most random uh, romantic coupling mm-hmm. pairs, but I oh, like all four of the people. Doing a Nancy Myers movie. Yes, we're it's Nancy Myers, yes. the rom com queen herself, mm-hmm. and. I'm very picky with my rom-coms, so we're going to see how this goes. Yes! I'm so excited. Until then, where can the people find you? You can find me as always at RobertRDC on Twitter, Instagram, and on Letterboxd at RobertRDC. Please follow the podcast on SYNS Pod on Twitter. And please keep a nice uh, nice review on Apple, Spotify, and the other ones. And you believe? Yes, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at MasterofPuns196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at BillyBatsonsLightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our main show at SYNSPod, as well as give us a five-star review and just write a review on Apple Podcasts, as well as listen to us on Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, Spotify for Podcasters, wherever podcasts can be listened to. And as always, see you next summer. Where are you, Christmas?